Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to Unwinding Long Time No See, except I saw you like four days ago, you know. Um, if you haven't listened to Monday's episode, go listen. It's a good one. It's a short and sweet one, but actually, no, don't go listen. Listen to this, and then maybe later, if you have time, you can listen to that one, okay? I have a super fun and juicy and like happy episode for you. I know we've been getting a little bit deep, you know, which like we always do around here, but I wanted to lighten the mood and I have have my beautiful friend Amelia on the podcast today. Amelia is the founder of Mills Method, which is a an incredible Pilates platform um, that you guys need to check out. It is so, so, so amazing. And we talk a little bit about just like the intention behind working out and why that's so important. But most of this episode is honestly about my other favorite subject, men, okay? And dating and just like why dating should be fun, why our 20s are kind of mismarketed, um, breakups, getting back out there, online dating, first dates, dating deal breakers, the whole thing. And I'm so excited. So we're just going to get right into it. And I hope you guys enjoy. And I will see you on Monday. I hope you have a beautiful weekend. Give Amelia some love. Everything will be tagged as always. And I just really quickly want to say, Every single tag, every single comment, every single like, every time you guys send me a message, every every time you guys tag me in your stories, like, none of that goes unnoticed. I answer everyone, first of all, because I am so fucking grateful and because that is what makes me happy. Like, I love to hear what resonated for you and I love to hear what you thought about something. I love to get into it with you guys and so I just want to say thank you for always reaching out and showing me love and supporting the podcast it means so fucking much to me and I will keep giving you whatever you want to hear and whatever you need to hear so that's what I'm here for and I just wanted to to say thank you so much and with that said let's get into this episode hi hello (laughs) hi hello (laughs) welcome to the podcast I'm so excited to be here. How are we doing? So good. It's Friday. It's hot I was hot just going to say, here. it's Friday afternoon. We're both, are you caffeinating? I'm hydrating. Oh yeah, I'm sick. This is my third coffee and it's like three o'clock. Like what's mm. wrong with me? No, I'm hydrating because I've already had two Celsius's today. Oh, those and, are, those get me. Mm. And I'm going to have another <laughs> caffeine beverage after this. So that's why I was like, okay, bitch, you need to hydrate. So I'm so excited for this, and I was just going to tell you before we started recording that I did one of your, which one did I do today? I did a full Pilates sculpt, low impact. It was 45 minutes. Oh, I know which one that is. Yeah, it's tough. That one's tough. I got a lot of feedback on that one. (laughs) No, I loved it, though. I loved it because sometimes that's what I want. Like, I don't want to use equipment. Like, like, yesterday I did weights, and so today I was like, oh, this is going to be perfect. Like, just like a nice, like, flow. 
Um, so speaking of which, before we get into the juicy stuff, you just started Mills Method and I need you to talk to me about it and tell me how that came about and how you fell in love with Pilates. Yes. Okay. So I used to be very into like CrossFit, heavy weightlifting, and I was kind of in that mindset where I was like, oh, I have to work out as hard as I possibly can every single day, you know, because it's kind of how fitness was marketed. Like if you think about like eight years ago, 10 years ago, it was kind of like, okay, bikini body ready. Like you have to lift all these weights and do all these workouts and crazy things. And my body was just like so inflamed and I wasn't seeing the results that I wanted to see. And I was also working a nine to five job at a marketing agency at the time. So it was just, I was so tired. I was so drained. And I'm like, I want a workout that's going to recharge me. I don't want a workout that's going to leave me like laying on the floor dead after. And like you need I, a vacation for. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like so slammed. Like driving to the gym was just a whole thing. Like I didn't want to be stuck in five o'clock traffic. And so I started just like doing different Pilates and like low impact workouts on YouTube. And my body just like started to transform. Like I was seeing lines in my legs and my arms and my abs that I'd never seen before. And I hadn't changed my diet. Like I was eating the same. And it was like my body just started to kind of depuff because I wasn't doing all the high intensity stuff. And so I was teaching kickboxing at the time, actually. And that's kind of how I knew I had to quit my marketing job at the agency because like I felt so alive when I was teaching these group classes I was like this is what I'm supposed to be doing like I love connecting with people like this like this is it for me and but I was like but kickboxing is not it for me and I was like I really want to start my own method where I combine my strength workouts which still don't get very heavy like I really don't use over 10 pounds and then I do a lot of low impact Pilates hip Pilates So I told my family and friends, I was like, hey, I'm quitting my job and I'm going to launch this Pilates platform. And this was before quarantine. So they're like, platform, like, what do you mean? Like, are you okay? Like, are you having like a crisis here? Like, but they knew I was going to do what I wanted to anyways. Like my parents have been dealing with this for 27 years. They're like, we're tired. Like, just let her her go. Yeah, let her her go. Let her go. And I was like, no, this is going to, this is what I'm going to do. And then quarantine hit. And I was like, okay, I need to launch this. Like, I just need to do it. I had been sharing some of my Pilates flows. I remember you actually DM'd me and you were like, you should teach a live on Instagram. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So I started teaching the lives. And then over the summer, I built out my Pilates platform through Vimeo because I just wanted an easy and affordable way for people to work out at home. And it's like... 20 minutes like everybody has 20 minutes to just roll out their mat in their living room and get it done like no equipment just quick and easy like that's what I was looking for in the past and I couldn't find it and not every workout has to be the hardest workout in the world you know I do have workouts on there that you know are good yeah yeah that if you want to push yourself but then there's also workouts that's just like just move for 20 minutes and that's all you need like it doesn't have to be anything crazy so I love that so much because I think if someone can't find 20 minutes for themselves, then you mm-hmm. really don't have a life. Like, I'm sorry to break it to yeah. you, but if you can't find, and I don't mean 20 minutes to work out, right? I just mean, like, if you can't find 20 minutes in your morning or at some point yeah. in your day to do something that's going to feed your soul, you, I'm sorry to break it to you, like, you have yeah. no life. Um, I agree. And I also, like, I identified so much with what you just said because when I was voice, voice noting you about this, because... Mm-hmm. So I've had a very complicated relationship with food and exercise. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I love exercise. Like, I love it. I always have. Like, I'm grateful to God that I love to work out because that's a healthy thing to love, you know? So, so I'm very grateful. But, you know, in the past, I took it too, too far. And so now I'm kind of in this phase of my life where I am rewriting what working out should look like for me. And there's no should, but like what I want mm-hmm. it to look like for me, right? And like you said, forever you know, and even still now there's so much diet culture everywhere around us where it's like your workout doesn't matter unless you're drenched in sweat and like completely dead on the floor. And I think that's so wrong. And that's something I've had to, even the last few weeks as I've switched up my workouts, I've been trying different things. I'm going to join. I told you I want to join at 45, but they haven't opened yet. Like literally right next to me. So I'm just waiting impatiently for them to open. But I don't want to do that every day. Like, I want to do different things because then I get bored. And so when you came to me with Mills Method, I was like, oh, my God, fuck, yes. Like, I love Pilates. I used to do it all the time when I was younger. And, again, I saw such beautiful changes because it's, like, lengthening. It's, like, a different kind of change, I think, in your body. It is, But I'm so used to only feeling accomplished in my workout if I'm dead, you know? And so I've kind of been talking to myself these last few weeks and being like but look how good you feel and like Mm -hmm. look how good you feel when you finish this class like yeah it wasn't an hour it was 30 minutes and I am dead like I'm my body feels tired in a different way and I think in a way my body's like kind of being very grateful to me right now you know because like you like you like you said like I've run it to the ground so so often for so many years that now kind of doing slower movements and being more I think it's all about the intention right so I think it is the last little my last little question here about Mills Method and just like Pilates and this kind of stuff is just like how has your intention behind working out like shifted from when you were like super like you know have to be dead on the floor versus now where you're like so much more in tune with your body it's crazy like I've never had this amount of control within my body like when I was lifting all that weight like I was lifting a crazy amount of weight and my body like my butt still like wasn't changing and I'm like this doesn't make sense because they're like okay if you want a bigger butt like do all these squats but right I I wasn't able to tap into certain muscle groups and like I couldn't even like move laterally at all and it was just crazy. Now I have so much more control over my body and my mind and my breath. And it's crazy because your breath literally calms your central nervous system. So when you're stressed out, like say if you're sitting in a stoplight and you're like thinking about all the things you have to do, you're probably not breathing. You're sitting there and you're holding your breath and your body gets stressed and it goes into fight or flight mode. And so think about when you're in those high intensity classes and you're in those dark rooms and the music is pumping and like, what's your breathing doing? Like, are you breathing? Are you using these right muscles? Are you thinking about what you're doing so when people take my Pilates classes I want them to be able to take these tools and use them into other areas whether they're doing a boot camp class or whether they're running like really thinking about the muscle groups that you're using and connecting your mind your body and your breath yeah I love that and I also love that it's kind of for anyone like I think Mm. we see a lot of like yoga for example intimidates me a lot just because it's so hard you know and I'm not saying Pilates isn't hard because anyone who says Pilates is not hard like you've never done Pilates if you're saying it's not hard it's hard I don't have a dance background or and I grew up riding horses so I couldn't even touch my toes in high school like I was not flexible at all so when I would take yoga classes or bar classes I would get really intimidated too because it's like 
I can't get there. Like, my hips yeah. can't get there. Like, I'm never going to be able to get there yeah. fully. <laughs> but and, I, see, I love yeah. this, though. I love, I love what you created because it's, like, for anyone who might feel intimidated, and mm-hmm. even if they don't, like, you're in the comfort of your own house or wherever you want to yeah. do it, and you work your way there. And I think, yeah, some classes move faster than others, but it's, like, I just love that it lets you go at your own pace. And I think mm-hmm. it's it allows you to kind of think about why you're doing it in the first place when you're just alone in your room doing yeah. it for you and your body and not in a class not trying to impress anyone you know what I'm saying like I you're just not think comparing yourself to different. anyone yeah yeah I'm loving it so congrats and I hope everybody will go check out Mills Method because I'm obsessed Thank like you. I've been doing it literally almost every day since you sent it to me like that I makes love me it so happy I love it so much <laughs> um okay so we're gonna completely shift gears because now we're gonna talk about men which is like oh my other favorite subject <laughs> oh my god so, yeah there's yeah dating in so charleston the, is like a whole different a whole different realm apparently well before, like, <laughs> before we get into dating i want you to tell me and of course only share what you're comfortable with um but i let's talk a little bit about breakups because i haven't been through a breakup in a while i was in a little bit of a situation ship at the beginning of this year, but I would not consider that a breakup. Um, yeah. But I think the people that listen to my podcast love when I talk about finding your magic again, whether that's after a shitty moment, after a breakup, yeah. whatever it is. So maybe not like the specifics of your breakup, obviously, but more yeah. so just like finding your rhythm again after. Dude, it's really hard. I went through a breakup over the summer, so during quarantine, so I wasn't really hanging out with my family or my friends, and we were living together, so this was my first time living alone, and it sucked. It was like a sad girl summer for me, but but it needed to happen. You guys were living together, and then in the middle of quarantine, you had to move out and... Yeah, yeah, I kept the apartment. I stayed in it. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Okay. He <laughs> so I was go. like, you got to go. You can go. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, so very serious relationship. And I kind of been two different people in the workplace and then in relationships. Like in the workplace, I'm very confident in my career, like big dick energy. And then in relationships, I can be kind of like timid and I don't really trust easily. And so after this relationship ended, I just felt like I lost my personality. I was like, I don't even know who I am anymore. And I feel like after you break up, there's so much pressure to like get on the dating apps and build your roster and do all these things and talk to all these people. And I was, how long were you guys together? Sorry. Like four years. Oh, and yeah it was a, so after that I was like I just don't feel ready to get back out there and if I did get back out there immediately I think it would have been for all of the wrong reasons yeah. and I would have just been validating you know I wasn't I didn't really like who I was at the time and you never want to get into a relationship but good when you're for in that you mindset. for being, being aware of that because a lot of people yeah and I've been it, there there's too, a lot like, of pressure it's yeah. it's like you know it's you, you feel know like you have some to people move at this know timeline. they're not ready and still go yeah. out and do it anyway and then drag people through the mud with them which is so unfair and I would unnecessary yeah and you are what you attract you know so like yeah. when I was in that toxic place I don't think I would have been attracting the right men into my life so right. I took six I guess it was like six to eight months didn't go on any dates didn't talk to any guys pretty much just like dated myself because yeah. I was at a point where I was like, I don't even like hanging out with myself. Like, I haven't hung out by myself in so long. And so I would just, like, make myself these nice little dinners. I would, like, have movie nights by myself and pretty much just, like, got to know myself again, which I hadn't really done. I'm kind of... 
I'm really bad about just like hopping from relationship to relationship or fling to fling. And I never really had spent time just by myself and working on myself, getting to know myself. Like, what do I want out of life and what kind of partner is going to, you know, fit the best into my life? And I really, really highly suggest any girls that are going through a breakup to do that same thing. Just kind of like take a minute and be like, regroup and say hey you know what do I really want like who do I need in my life and I think dating in your 20s is a lot of research you're pretty much just researching and you're finding what you like what you don't like what's going to work in your life what's not so it's not like a bad thing you know you can always get something out of relationships yeah not at all I think I think there's so much value to what you said of like taking time for yourself and I think that's something that people don't let themselves do and I think unfortunately a lot of people will only take that time for themselves when they're forced to, right? So it's like when they do go through a breakup or when something happens and they're isolated, like sometimes it takes a a shitty situation for someone to be like, okay, I think I need like to take some time alone, which is fine. I think that happens to all of us in some way. But I think there's so much value in actually knowing who the fuck you are and knowing like what you like. And I think I'm 28. I just turned 28 and I finally feel like I know who I am like Mm -hmm. finally even starting to like realize who I am and like and and loving it and that's like fucking crazy for me to like I never thought I'd be able to say that's amazing to be be honest with you and like I'm not saying I'm there anywhere there's no end game with this I don't think but I don't think people let themselves be alone because nobody wants to be alone right we all are attention whores and I get it but there's a lot of value in that and the other thing I wanted to say was I think our 20s are a very mismarketed era because mm-hmm. people, like, I don't know about you, but when I would hear about your 20s, like, everybody was like, oh, like, they're, they're wild, which, like, yes, they are wild. Um, and, like, you're <laughs> supposed to be killing it at your career, saving a ton of money simultaneously, finding your life part- partner by the end of your 20s, knowing Crazy. who you are, like bitch no like and no, okay maybe no. some people do you know that does work yeah. for them but it's for a lot the of research most for me part, right now. like <laughs> right it's so much like if anything you're like learning fucking up making mistakes changing careers changing your job yeah. realizing you don't like who you're with it's like it's crazy there's so much pressure when in reality i think your 20s should just be like literally what you said research yeah. like find out what you like yeah, because there's so much pressure just to, like, settle. Like, what if I had settled in my old job that I hated? What if I had settled in my old relationship well, that I was happy Well, a lot of people do, in, you know? which sucks. Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. There's a lot of pressure from society. It's, I don't know, especially in the South, I feel like, because it's, like, all of my friends that I went to high school with, like, they're married, they have kids, or they're getting married, and it's, like... Did you grow up in Charleston? I grew up in Myrtle Beach, which is like two hours from here. So it's, yeah, it's a lot of my hometown. It's very Southern traditional. So it's like, oh, she's 27 and not with a serious boyfriend and she's not married. Like what's wrong with her? Oh my gosh. And it's like, it's literally people will say that. It's like, like people, like people think people from the South are so nice, but they're cutthroat. Like (laughs) it's like a bless your heart thing. But like if someone says bless your heart, like it's not a compliment. Like they're coming for you. (laughs) Dude, it's so, it's so fucking crazy that you say that because yes, I hear you a hundred percent. And for me, I'm Hispanic and like the 
unfortunately, the stereotype for Hispanic women is, you know, get married, have a ton of kids, and stay in the kitchen, and, like, you're tw- you're 28, and you don't have a boyfriend? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, where's your man, yeah. right? Yeah. And thank God I have just never thought that way. And I think it's because of mm-hmm. my mom. Like, my mom... Yeah. She got married when she was 28, actually. But she was by no means, like, looking for a man. She was hustling her ass off. Like, I just... She she just gave me this pers- this perspective of, like, you don't stay with someone just because you feel like you have to. Like, she yeah. always, in a way, because of how much she showed me that she valued herself, it almost made me be like, I need to do that too. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying I haven't settled with a, a dumb loser when I was in my... 18, 19, whatever, like, you know, for it's sure, happened yeah. to all of us. <laughs> right. But like, I'm saying like, I have been like, I haven't been in a relationship for oh, like almost 10 years. Like, I'm not saying I haven't like dated and done shit. Right. Yeah. But like a serious, but, like, if that just shows you something. Also, my life just like kind of got flipped upside down when I turned 18 for a few years. So it was like, there was no space yeah. for a man in my life, but I'm finally now allowing myself and starting today and not being fearful of it so let's talk about dating so like okay you're you're you went through this breakup you're in quarantine which like is is almost like um sad like, girl summer <laughs> I, no for sure but you're about to have a hot ass girl summer this summer this but, summer yeah this summer is gonna be good for me <laughs> yeah for sure but it's almost like you're alone which like you don't have the available distractions that mm-hmm. somebody that we would normally have pre-pandemic, right? So, like, the distractions of going out with your girlfriend, seeing your family, traveling, like, whatever the fuck. So, in a sense, like, that's so hard because you're so much more isolated. But in another sense, it's, like, it's forcing you to sit with your shit, to sit with yourself, to get to know yourself. Like, I don't know if you would have had that same experience otherwise, which I think is so cool. Yeah. Or be able to build my business as fast as I did. Like, all of the energy that I was putting into, like, that toxic relationship, I took that energy and put it into my business and put it into myself. And that's the best thing you can do. Like, if you're going through a breakup and you're feeling a little lost, like, really find yourself in your career. Like, find a career that fulfills you and just pour your heart into it like go for it and that was like very very healing to me so I honestly I think everything happens for a reason no oh my gosh same I feel that 100% and I think it's like I as I've reached my later 20s I've realized like I never want my life to be centered around a man like I'm sure Mm -hmm. and hopefully I want to get married I want to have kids you know but like yeah I want to have my own life and until that happens I, I just plan on and what I do is I just try to build up the different areas of my life right so it's like mm-hmm. pour into my friendships pour into myself pour into my mom pour into my job and my career yeah like build up the different areas of your life that you want to have because think about it like do you want to meet someone and then ha- and them have like nothing in their life like that's so boring to me no offense like it's I want so someone boring. who has a fucking dynamic fun ass life and that's gonna look different on everyone so if I want that like I want that I want them to find that in me as well and just for myself like I don't want to be fucking bored like I get so bored easily so that's why I try to do as many different things as I can right now and I think that's something that people don't I don't know it's like your life doesn't have to be centered around a partner like fill up your life and that will happen Okay, anyway, so you're 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 in quarantine, you're going through a breakup, you're you're finally like getting back into your groove. What does that look like? Like how do you I know you don't wake up one day and you're like, "Oh, I'm back, bitch." Like I know that's not how it works. 
but like when did you when did you start to feel like okay like you know getting momentum it's been a process it's been such a process I was like all business until the beginning of this year and then my friends are like all right, girl, like, it's time to get back out there. Like, the bars are open. Let's go. And I'm like, I don't know. And then they were like, get on the apps. So I got on the apps. And that was just like... I I like timelines. So last year, like, nothing. Like, literally nothing. Absolutely nothing. Like, literally nothing. Yeah, which seems crazy, but yeah. No, no, dude. Sometimes that's so fucking necessary. So this year, January, you're like, okay, let's go. You get on the apps. Which apps are popping in Charleston? Like, none of them, girl. <laughs> but, like, what do people but, use there? Like, Hinge or Bumble? Um, like, Bumble and Hinge. But, okay. honestly, like, it's kind of a weird scene on both. And I don't really like, like, a super Southern man. So, it's very hard to find my type here. Mm. And so, I end up dating guys that either just moved here or aren't from here. Like, Which is great. <laughs> we love that. I know all the guys I've been going out with, like either just moved here in the last year or they're like Tell back me about and forth. The first date you else. went on, the first um, one, like I'm sure that was fucking weird. Yeah, I went on a date with a guy who was just living here for two months because I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, love, love. this. He's like, gonna go this away. is gonna be yeah. my first date. Like, I'm gonna be super weird. <laughs> and it actually ended up, <laughs> it actually ended up being really fun. He was from California. It's like riding a bike. Like, you don't forget. Yeah, he was so. He was so fun and so sweet, and it was very that. refreshing to be around someone that was so fun, but I was like, I don't really want to see you again, but this was really fun. Right. <laughs> no, but that, sometimes just, yeah. that's, you need, like, you need, sometimes you need to build the momentum, and then I'm sure that after you went on that date, you were like, okay, let's go, I'm ready for another one, right? Yeah, yeah, and then it was just kind of, honestly, like, I've been out with some great guys, but... Some of them I've just, like, become friends with, which is great. Like, I've actually yeah. ended up making some new guy friends, which is awesome. Um, yeah, it's – I don't know. I end up dating guys that don't live here or – yeah. It's – dating here is just a little weird. It kind of feels like you're on The Bachelor because, like, all these guys are dating all these girls because there's way more girls than guys in Charleston. Everywhere, and so, so it's just kind of crazy. Like, these guys will tell these girls. They'll be like, yeah, I'm – talking to three other girls and they're like okay I personally would not be okay with that but it's just kind of like the norm here like it's wild to me I'm still very new in the dating game like it's literally only been a few months but yeah that's been a hard thing for me to get over I'm like I don't know what I would do if a guy was just like hey like I'm dating three other girls is that cool well I think it's (laughs) well I think it I think it depends see I feel I feel some kind of way about this because hear me out so I think it depends like I think obviously if you guys are exclusive and he tells you that then okay goodbye like hell no right yeah but i think do you mean that in the sense of like you guys are dating each other getting to like know they've each other? been like, going out they've been going out like they yeah they're having a conversation so, of what are we and then he's like i'm dating three other girls and they're like okay <laughs> it's crazy there needs to be like a really trashy trashy reality tv show here like an MTV type of thing, yeah. I swear it would be so crazy dating in Charleston. So I need to come to Charleston. Television. It sounds like it's my <laughs> kind of party. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so here's what I did wrong in my last situationship, um, which happened again out of the fucking blue. And I was actually it's so funny because I, for once in my, no, I don't want to say it like that. I was actually just looking to like hoe around and I'm just being like a hundred percent real. I don't care at all. Um, I was just trying to have fun. I was trying to have a good time. My hair is really bothering me. And 
then I meet this guy and we end up hitting it like getting along super well he doesn't live in Miami which was part of his appeal because I don't I'm not a like clingy person like I really oh I love a long distance or a guy that travels for his work like I love that (laughs) we're like as far as possible as you can be yeah like leave me alone like I'm kind of in that now and I'm like this is great like oh you're leaving for two weeks like Like, see you (laughs) dude the thing is listen like to my defense okay I have like I told you I haven't had a boyfriend in a very long time I've lived alone for like fucking eight years at this point I'm very used to being by myself I'm very independent like I like my space I'm an introverted bitch so I, I know that's hard to believe because I have a you know I, I'm very outgoing but like I'm yeah. still introverted like I don't charge up with people people like exhaust me you know yeah Even people yeah, I yeah. love like I just just it, I've always been this way so I can't be around someone all day I can't do it and so whatever that's besides the point so I meet this guy um it's one of those one of those people that you're like, oh, fuck. Like, I feel like I've known you forever. Like, one of those connections that is so cool, right? Like, it's so mm-hmm. fun. doesn't yeah. happen every day, especially when you're picky as fuck, which I am. Yeah. And I think everyone should be. And, you guys were vibing. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of moved very quickly. Like, we just talked so much so fast and just got to know each other very, very quickly. And I think where I fuck up is that – or where I fucked up is that I stopped – dating and stopped focusing on anyone else before we even had like some conversation of like oh like okay let's like see what happens kind of thing and I think that's where I make a mistake because that's the thing is since I don't like people easily when I do I get so excited I get really excited I don't think that's a mistake though I mean if you like someone like dating I feel like that's where dating culture is just like so crazy it's I like just, if you like I agree someone, with you but it's like you know? I think I had this conversation with this really wise woman at much older than I am and she said to me she was like you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket and I think and she was like because I know your personality and how I am and I get really attached to people like I'm very I either like yeah. don't don't care at all or I'm like really I get really really attached to people it's just how I am yeah. And my therapist thinks it's because I've lost a lot of people in my life, you know? So, like, when I meet someone that I love, I'm like, okay, like, you better not go anywhere, right? <laughs> so, yeah. I, she told me, she was like, I think you need to, like, don't put all your eggs in one basket, especially when you start to like the guy. Because that's when we're more prone to, like, putting them on a pedestal and seeing them for what we want them to be, as opposed to seeing them for what they're giving you, giving you at yeah. that moment. And that's exactly that's what I so did. True. I started... He, he wasn't treating me well the last, like, few weeks. Like, it was not... I was anxious all day. Like, it was not good. Oh, and I don't no, know why yeah. the fuck I was, like, even putting myself through it. Because I was holding on to how he was at the beginning as opposed to looking at what I was being given at that moment, which was not what I deserved, right? So it's like... Yeah. Had I been also talking to other guys and, like, also, like, having fun and whatever... I would have been like, oh, fuck that. But that's all I had. Does that make sense? Like, I know it's like the lines are blurry and it's like, what are the rules? Like, I don't know what the rules are. I kind of just like go with my gut and sometimes. That's good. Yeah. Go with your gut. That's and also I think the biggest thing is not to force it. Like when I first started dating, I think I was just like trying to force things with guys that like they weren't even really my type. And when I stopped trying to force it, like. Some would leave, and then sometimes they end up coming back in the picture, and I'm like, okay, it's fate. Like, I'm going to give this a second chance. Like, it's just, I don't know. I think when you just let the universe work and do its thing, like, it ends up working out in just weird ways, I'm finding out. 
so the less I'm like forcing things like the more natural it's just for sure the more that you focus on literally anything else Mm -hmm. and fill your life up with fill your life up with anything else I think the better everything else will go um what are some of your uh like deal breakers in dating that you're finding lately Ooh, I have a very low tolerance for bullshit. I'm just like, I'm terrible. Like this guy went to this bar I didn't like one night and he called me. It was like at 930. It's like not even like a booty call. And I was like, you're cut. Because <laughs> it was too late? No, it was just like I hated the bar he went to. I'm crazy. I'm crazy. I'm just like, <laughs> it was like 18 year olds go there. I'm like, you can't. I was like, this is bad for business. I can't do this with you. <laughs> bad for business. Who are you? Okay, what else? What else? Um... Let's see. Uh, if he Can I has ask a... you, like, specifics? Yeah, sure. Are you... Do you kiss on the first date if you're vibing? Oh, yeah. If it's... If I don't kiss them on the first date, then I'm probably not going to see them again because it's, like, there's probably you, no, like, tension do you, there. Do you do more on the first date if you're vibing? No. Do I'm you have like, that rule for yourself? I play the, I play the long game. I, yeah, usually. I'm, so, what, wait, talk to me about that. So, like, you won't do anything for a while? It depends. Like, if I'm really vibing with the guy, but it has to be, like, a very special guy. Like, that's yeah. that doesn't really happen, like, quickly. And, yeah, like, I'll wait until, like, fourth, fifth, sixth date. Like, I play it long. And yeah. I also like, like, meeting the friends. Like, I like to know who. Cause I feel like, like, scope it out. I feel like a guy's friends also tell a lot about him. And For so, sure. like, you got to go out with the friend group. Like, you got to go out. You got to see what they do, what they're yeah. like. Like... I'm very skeptical. <laughs> um, you're on a first date. Do you pretend like you're going to pay? Oh. Like, do you do the, like, you know, I'll like, you're like, oh. reach. <laughs> I'll do the little reach. And then, like, they, they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, <laughs> okay. What if I, what, have you been on a date recently where a guy made you go half seas? No. I'm, I'm like, like super traditional. Yeah. I'm praying to God that that will never happen to me because I think I would, like, I wouldn't know what to do with myself, you know? I don't think I'd go out with them again. It sounds really bad, but... No, dude. Like, I'm sorry. And I'm not... I'm... I just... This is a whole other conversation, but, like, you're the guy. And we're talking about a a relationship where it's a a female and a male. Mm -hmm. And you're asking me out. You're paying for the date. That's it. Like, that's what I think. First date, I don't care if that's old school. I don't care if that's whatever. Like, that is something that I, I feel firmly the same. believe is, like, a thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I feel exactly the same. It's, like, I don't know. It's just a tradition thing. Like, it's, yeah, I agree. I think once you've been dating for a little bit, like, sure. Oh, okay, for sure. Like, we'll go have sure. these. But if you're yeah. just getting to know the person, like, I think it's just good manners. Like, What's you your know? ideal first date? Drinks? drinks because then you can just get out of there if you need to like committing yeah. to dinner ooh, like, no, yeah, that's too ooh, long that's so long if you get it if you could just go and get a drink really quick i'll like suggest a place near my apartment and then yeah it's like easy and that's it no i feel i totally hear you so what do you have any more deal breakers i love that like things that you've been realizing lately that you're like oh no i don't like this actually i really like that i want this i want that like or even things that you took from your last relationship that you're like next time i want more of this or whatever I love a guy that's, like, very laid back, very chill. So if I get even a sense at all that a guy is, like, very controlling or very um, jealous or anything like that, I will cut it off immediately. So if it's, like, if we're out and a guy is, like, staring at me or something like that and then he gets jealous over that, like, that's a red flag for me. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Hell, yeah. That's Um, That's not okay. Yeah. That's just... 
What do you no. think about... I, I feel some kind of way about this. What do you think about when people say you'll find the one, or not the one, but, like, you'll find him when you're not looking? What do you feel about that? Maybe, but, like, that's going to take a long... Like, I'm not the type of person that's going to meet someone and be like, oh, my God, this is the love of my life. Like, they got to jump through some hoops. They got to go through some tests. Like, we got to... <laughs> like, yeah. there's, there's no way I'm going to meet someone and just be, like, 100%. Like, I feel like I'm way too logical for that. Um, but, I mean, maybe, because I think some of the best relationships come when you're focused on your work and focused on yourself. So sure. that's... I feel like that's where that saying comes from. Because you're in a good headspace and you're going to attract the yeah, type of people I, that you no, want in your life when you're in a good headspace. I agree with that a hundred percent. And like you yeah. said earlier, like the headspace that you're in is going to attract certain people to your life at different times. However, my like tiff with that statement is like, so you're saying that if I just stay home, he's going to come knock on my door. Like you, it, it can't yeah. be that passive. Like when people bitch about being single, I'm like, okay, well, what are you doing though? Like you, I, I know it's yeah. like focus on your shit and focus on yourself. But like, if you want to meet someone, you, you gotta go have out. to like, you have to do something like be some sort of proactive about it. Like put yourself on the dates, like yeah. tell your friends you want to meet people go out sometimes. Like I know we're in weird times, but like right now dating apps are like popping. Right. Because like, it, you know, and the world is starting to open up. But anyway, yeah. um, that's how I feel about that. I feel like yes to a degree, but also like, you want to meet someone you like he's not going to come knocking on your door unfortunately you know what I mean yeah no I totally agree I'm also really big into visualization so like mm. Gabrielle Bernstein and like yes, Dyer. Like, I'm very very into that so it's kind of crazy what you can do with that and like once you start visualizing the person that you want like they have end up done, coming into you your that? life yeah, Elaborate. and it like, happens, and it's just like crazy. I don't know. <laughs> it's so Gabrielle Bernstein. I think that's a, it's a book called Super Attractor. And she whenever I fall off, I the, yeah, whenever I fall off the rails a little bit, I always go to her or like Wade Dyer or something like that, just to kind of get me back on track. It always gets me like in the right yeah. headspace, and yeah. um, it just kind of goes into you know what you want in a relationship and and like doing this meditation every single morning and just thinking about exactly what you want and writing it down I think is really powerful too so you can get like really specific on like looks personality traits like it's kind of crazy like I literally did this with my ex-boyfriend like down to the place where he was from like Stop. like and you looks, wait and so you everything. did it every day I would do it like every day and I remember I was like talking to my old boss or something and I was like you know what I want to date a man from Texas like I want him to have a beard like I want him to do this for a job yeah. like I want him yeah. to have these characteristics and then like a few months later I met him like it was crazy that is like wild. it's just cra it's like very crazy and then I recently happened again and I was like oh my god like this is nuts I think so, I've recently... It sounds recently, very woo-woo. No, well, I... So I'm, <laughs> I'm so on board with this shit. Like, I think it's so real. And I think, I, I think I've always been on board with it. I just didn't know the terms for it. I didn't know there was, like, such a thing as visual... Yeah. Vis I can't say that word. Visualization. Visualization. And, and scripting <laughs> and, like, manifesting. Yeah. Like, I didn't know these terms. But I have always been a huge writer. Like, I love to write. I've literally since I was a kid like I just oh I have like 500 yeah. journals at, at home that I still have from when I was like seven it's so funny and in a way like I've always been kind of trying to do this and now even more lately um I've been trying to learn more about this and it's been fucking crazy like the shit that you can do and the things that you can you can kind of literally manifest anything it sounds like it's it, cr if, I, yeah people that don't 
how do I say this right? I think there's a lot of misconception around it. And people, like, complicate it so much when at the end of the day it's, like, it's honestly so much about working on yourself and and, and being in tune with what you think you deserve and also Mm -hmm. acknowledging, like, maybe why you think you don't deserve certain things and why and it's like it's a lot of self-work actually like when you really really think about it and I was gonna ask you that actually like for someone who you know let's say they just went through a breakup or they went through something shitty they lost a friend they lost something um and their self-worth is struggling what what do you say like what would you say to them I would say, uh, honestly, those Gabrielle Bernstein books are amazing. Read, 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 write, write, write every single day and really like tuning into gratitude as well. So when you just like stew on those negative thoughts, like, oh, no one's going to love me. No one's going to like me. Dating sucks. Like you're not going to attract the right things into your life. But if you look more on the positive side and you're like, okay, this didn't work, but I learned this about this relationship. And I know that there's a plan for me. And I know that I'm going to find something better. It's like, it's crazy how your life can just shift when you shift your thoughts in that direction. And even just like writing three things that you're grateful for every single day and focusing on what you have versus what you don't have. And you can be like, okay, I have this, but I'd like to attract more of this. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's different than being in a negative mindset. So thinking abundantly, right? It's like, we're always, or there's some, there's, there's, I think people forget to realize, and I say this all the time and I don't care that I sound annoying, but it's like, there's room for whatever you want and there's room for you to be whoever you want and there's room for you to attract all these things into your life and build upon the things that you have in your life already mm-hmm. and add to your self-worth and add to your confidence like fuck like I- i'm trying to do that every day right so i think yeah we just have to remember to not think in the scarcity is that how you say it scarcity right yeah that's a word scarcity <laughs> english english is my second language okay um but no but it's true i was listening to a podcast earlier today actually and she was like this it was two girls having a conversation and one of them was like i get so annoyed at my friends when they say like ugh, dating sucks here there's no guys here blah 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 and it's like i've it's been that energy. person so many times yeah. but when you say that that's your reality like that's what you're saying to yourself that's yeah. what your mind is hearing so you that's like thoughts. the headspace you're gonna be in so i don't care if yeah. you've had 10 shitty dates in a row shift the way that you're thinking and shift yeah. your thoughts into being like okay well these haven't worked for me but like i know i'm gonna be i'm gonna meet someone cool like just do that for yourself like who wants to live in such a like negative bubble i also want to ask you how do i want to phrase this like how do you deal have you have you since you've started dating have you had moments of rejection have you had moments where you've kind of doubted yourself because of something that didn't work out or just like i don't know have you had a moment like that yet a little bit it's when i was trying to force things and Mm. honestly like I really haven't been on that many dates, but the second I stop trying to force it and I just kind of like let it go and then it ends up coming back and then it's like, okay, maybe I should give this a second chance, but just kind of letting the universe do its thing and focusing on my work has been like so crucial. Still work is number one. And then if there's a guy that kind of just like fits into my life and it's not like stressful for me, then that's great. But yeah, it's, I don't know. I don't love dating here like I'm I just haven't really dated a lot here I hear you I really haven't either in Miami which is weird yeah I end up being friends with the guys I'm like what the heck (laughs) (laughs) I mean I think I don't know I think I think we're it sounds like we're both in a cool 
space of we're both allowing ourselves to finally date more, both for different reasons. Yeah. And I think it's very fun and exciting, and I'm having a lot of fun, honestly. Like, I think, I, I know, I've said this before, but I don't think the length of a relationship or of a situation determines how much it can mean to you or how much it can impact you. And so this guy that I, I don't even know what the fuck to say. We didn't even, I don't know. This guy that I talked to for a few months, um, end of last year, beginning of this year, it wasn't long. It wasn't anything crazy, but it taught me a lot about myself because I realized that I, I have this bad habit of when I get excited I will see things for how I want them to be instead of what they are. And that happens to mm-hmm. me in different areas too. Like I'll, it's almost like I'm wearing rose colored glasses. Right. And I, I've talked to my therapist about this too. And, and we, you know, have you heard of the attachment styles, how there are different attachment mm-hmm. styles, like secure, anxious, whatever. And, and I don't know exactly which one I have. I, I don't think it's secure necessarily. I think I'm working towards that, but I think it's definitely more anxious. And I think it yeah. is because I've had a lot of people that I love in my life have have passed away and so that should that's hard right like it's hard for when you do meet someone special or even with my friends like I get very attached to people very quickly once I like vibe with them and that's just how I I think that's just how I am and I don't think it's necessarily bad at least with friends I don't think that's a bad thing but I think it is when I I think I just have to be mindful that I'm like, like that's what my therapist and I kind of like concluded is like I just have to be mindful that that is something that's a trait that I have and that's something that I'm working on is taking more time when I'm getting to know a guy, not rushing into things because I know how attached I get. And once I get attached, like I said to you, I will kind of excuse behaviors that I wouldn't necessarily excuse ever. Yeah. But because I'm already feeling some kind of way and like a little bit attached, then I'm like, oh no, it's fine. Right. And it's like, no, like I haven't, I'm not, I haven't waited this long to settle with some fucking guy who's not going to treat me the way that I know I deserve to be treated. Right. And yeah. I don't know what the point of that little sermon was, but basically just, like, don't settle. Dating is so fun if you let it, right? Yeah, um, just, like, chill. You know, like like I said, I become guy friends with half the guys I go out right, with. So it's right. like, you know what? You made a new friend or you learned something new. Like, yes. I think sometimes girls get so stressed before yeah. they go on, like, a dating app date because it's like, oh, my God, this could be my future husband. Like, so what if pressure, I say something so wrong? Pressure. What if I yeah. do something wrong? But, like, if this is your future husband, you're not going to say or do anything wrong if you guys are vibing like just go and like have fun like go get a drink with a guy that could end up being your friend or he could end up being your boyfriend like who cares you met someone new in the city that you live in like when you, know? you take when you take the pressure off of it like that's yeah the dating should be fun i think just it should be fun. it's research but it's also it should be fun and i'm not saying mm-hmm. it's always easy but i but it should be fun right and so i think when yeah. you take the pressure off of it of like oh my god does he like me worry less about if he likes you and worry more about if he if you like him and if he meets yeah. your standards that's a mistake i made for a long time me too and that's like number 1 i think and then number 2 is like you're going to have drinks stop calling it a date if that's going to freak you out and make you nervous like you're going to have a drink you're either going to have a funny story you're going to see him again yeah. or you made a new friend period like there's no yeah. loss here right so unless he's like a total fucking weirdo then like cut <laughs> exactly exactly so cut him <laughs> to wrap our conversation up what would you say what would you say to somebody who is putting themselves out there and 
might be like intimidated by dating might be nervous to put themselves out there wants to meet more people but is nervous about it um especially you gotta hype yourself up you, time you gotta be in. your your biggest hype man like before yeah. you go on this date be like i am that bad bitch like i am well dressed i am well spoken like hype yourself up and i love when that. You, like get into a good headspace before you go on that date because if you go into the date like anxious and like oh my god i don't like the way i look or i i don't you know i'm nervous he's not gonna like me like you're gonna bring that energy into that space yeah. i do this with clients too like before i teach a one-on-one i always like do a little five minute meditation because you are the energy that you bring into the room and the space and so when you're going on these dates like hype yourself up like just be like I'm going to have fun but also you know throw some compliments your way like get into a good headspace and the date's going to be so much more fun I love that I love that so much I'm ready to go date let's go date (laughs) oh my god I'll come back to Miami we'll go on some dates (laughs) no I I had too much fun in Miami (laughs) I can't I can't go back for a little bit Yes, please come back. I loved this conversation so much. And Me too. I'm so excited for people to hear it. And guys, go check out Mills Method. If you want to get those Yay. lines, those lengthy, beautiful lines, okay? And Amelia is the best <laughs> teacher. And yeah, I loved everything about this. Thank you so much. Me too. Yes, thank you for having me. Of course. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.